0: Hooper's podcast. I am your host, President of the Hoopers, Headband Warrior Ben Roberts, and with me today, a man who goes by many names, Sean Emir.
1: Sean Emir. I'm I'm leaving. Not going to be subject to abuse like this from the start.
0: Well, I mean, without hair, you can't. From you, hey. Well, you kind of expected much else based on how the other... You've appeared on three podcasts as Yeah, far. the last two have been okay. You've been behaving on that one. But... You've been like... Uh, it's like when Ricky Gervais used to be on the Jonathan Ross show every week. <laughs> <laughs> he's just turn up no matter if he's got anything to
1: plug. Yeah. Because, I mean, full disclosure to the folks at home, we don't really have much to say. No, I mainly wanted to come on to kind of address some of the things you've been saying about me.
0: Yeah.
1: Like saying I don't believe in the Holocaust, which is just... You don't what? You saying that I don't believe in the Holocaust, which is a lie. Oh, the Holocaust is a lie? No. The fact that you're telling people that I don't believe in it, that's a lie. That's a lie. It clearly happened. Wait, 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 wait! It's a so, horrible bloke. So you're going so to that... this to make it sound like I've said it, aren't you? <laughs> but just you're so a horrible the... person, Ben. But just so the folks at home are following, which Holocaust are you talking
0: about? Because there's been more than one brutal massacre of a, an extinction, an attempted
1: extinction of a race, isn't there? I think you were referring mainly to the Jewish Holocaust, weren't
0: you? Oh the Jewish Holocaust that being World War II. That being the Auschwitz and the Nazi Yeah. What what Hitler referred to as the final solution. Mm. And you believe it happened, do you? Do you think it was the number that they said it was?
1: What was the number that they said it was? They, they said it was, was six world. million. Yeah. I saw that on Netflix documentary. Do you recently? think it's six million? Must nice be wouldn't it? Why? <laughs> they were massive, weren't
0: they? The Nazis. No, they're, uh, they're regular-sized humans. No,
1: <laughs> how do you
0: manage that? Anyway, no. I mean, if it, if they say it was six million, I'm sure it was a number close to that. But the thing is, they got that six million number based on a census poll before the Holocaust of how many Jews lived in Europe, and then afterwards there were six million less.
1: Mm. So, I mean, there are... Wasn't the body count in Auschwitz something like 2.5 anyway? It was massive, wasn't it? I don't think it was 2.5. I think it was close to a million. It was crazy. But the point is, I think
0: you were saying the other day, there are regular reasons why the number of people... I wasn't saying am people... not. Can we
1: just clear that up? Was... We've well, not spoken in days. Yeah. I have not said anything to you in relation to this. That's true, ever. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, in theory, you were saying
0: the other day... is not it... but carry on. In theory, though, you were saying the other day that there are plenty of reasons why Jewish population would go down during that time
1: frame. Hey, being... Why do you say I was saying the other day when I haven't In never... theory, I said, in theory. But why do you need to add the bit you were saying the other day, then? Because I wasn't I'm... saying that the other day. Everyone's good.
0: Everyone's good. I think if it was six million, that's, look, that's horrible. Even if it was just one Jew that died in the Holocaust.
1: A lot of people died in that World War, One. Right? I disagree. Crazy. What, well, you disagree about a load of people died in World War Two. I disagree with the Holocaust, even
0: if it only killed one person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible, isn't it? You've got to take stands for what you believe in in this mm. world. Have you ever been to a um, concentration camp? Mm-hmm. You know, like Auschwitz and stuff like that. You can do tours. It. I didn't go to Auschwitz, but I went to... Um, I, don't know what the, I don't know what it was called. One of them in Germany. I don't get people that go there and like Instagram it. Hashtag Auschwitz. I like, don't believe I, that's It's going to be trending sometimes. I don't believe I took any pictures. You wouldn't know, would you? It's weird. So presumably
0: Auschwitz is going to live forever now as a museum. Through hashtags. But presumably people's anger at what happened to the Jews will subside. Do you reckon? Well, you don't get angry at what happened to the Roman Empire, do you? Or do meaning, you? I don't want to... Meaning that... Groups of people have been massacred in history, and we don't care about them because they were so long ago. So eventually, it'll we will become so far removed as a
1: society from what happened to the Jews. I don't think we per se that's ever going to happen to us, because it's maybe in a few. Well, never happened to me and you because yeah. we talk
0: about it every day. Yeah. No, it's important to remind people that the Holocaust happened. Mm. Have you uh, have you watched any Brand of Brothers recently?
1: No, but I've watched uh, World War II in colour. Oh, okay. Is that a documentary? Yeah, it's kind of like documenting like all the different parts of a war that you didn't even know about, which is really good, actually. Oh, well, do, you want, to tell,
0: do you want to tell us some things that we didn't know about? Russia is
1: massive, isn't it? <laughs> 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 so much soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. When Germany was invading Russia, Stalin got his tactics completely wrong at the start, and they... Like the German army would like cut them off and they'd like capture, I don't know, three hundred and fifty thousand soldiers and like what one they? and mm. then Stalin would be like, Oh well, just send it another two million. This is what this is what I have. This is the idea
0: that I have in my head. That Russia just kept losing and losing men and Germany were advancing and advancing and advancing into Russia. And then eventually winter hit. It's like Game of Thrones. Winter hit and all the German soldiers died because you kind they of couldn't wrong, but you're kind of wrong in that sense as okay, well. Okay, go on.
1: Um Hitler was he split he kind of split his forces into three teams, didn't he? So he had Army Group A, B and C and they were conquering like different parts. So you've had Army Group B, which got like within fourteen miles outside of Moscow or something. Uh-huh. But Hitler kind of lost his and fired his general because they were retreating or something like that and he was telling his troops to retreat and he kind of completely lost his head basically and went for Stalingrad which just because it had the name Stalin in it I see amongst other tactical Is that true that he he went for Stalingrad because it There's elements of that statement which are true um, not completely true but if you watch the documentary the tactics and like he's completely off his head after a while Hitler he just like gets rid of a load of like generals and stuff like that and starts basically running the show on himself Well, just making weird calls and it just don't make any sense in hindsight. Well, I think what you've got
0: to say... Look, Hitler, bad guy, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But it's got to
1: be tough trying to run a whole... Army, you know what I mean, and but a it's country. It's enough okay. You try and invade Britain, and then you yeah. decide halfway through that, you know what, he I'm set gonna, his goals high. Yeah, you know what, I'm gonna give Russia a go as well, the whole of the Soviet Union. Yeah, and during that time, Japan go and attack Bill Harbin. He's like, you know what, I'll have a go to America as well. Have a go to America, so he's literally yeah. picking fights everywhere, isn't he? Yeah, uh, can do you know who Norm MacDonald is? I don't, but I believe you're going to tell me now I'm going to show you, this is
0: what he said about Germany in the First and Second World War
2: There is one country that worries me though, not Iraq, not Iran not North Korea, the only country that really worries me is uh, the country of Germany I don't know if you guys are history buffs or not, but um, in the early. Uh, part of the previous century, Germany decided to go to war. And uh, who did they go to war with? The world. That <laughs> <laughs> had never been tried before. <laughs> then about then, about 30 years pass, and uh, Germany decides again to go to war, and again it chooses as its enemy the world. <laughs> And this time, they have that guy, scrankly, Crankly, that guy, and, But you'd think at that point, the world would go, listen, Germany, here's the deal, you don't gotta be a country no more on account of you keep attacking the world. <laughs> what do you think, you are Mars or something?
1: What do you think I am, Mars or something? <laughs> That's my oh, impression. That was brilliant. I really enjoyed that. It's he, kind of true, isn't it? Oh, it's very true. <laughs> it's, it's scarily true how much we've...
0: How much the trust world. we... Yeah, we have to just wake up every day trusting that Germany haven't decided to go to war with us every day. Again. Again. Hey. Do, don't you feel... I think I've said this on the podcast before, that every time you meet a German... You're a bit like, eh, and like very friendly. Every German I've ever met is like, "Hi, hey, nice to meet you. I can't do it. <laughs> Same impression for German as Indian. Apu <laughs> from The Simpsons. Apu <laughs> from The Simpsons. Oh, I wanna say something about him in a minute. But every time you meet a German, they're a bit, a, a, a part of your brain is thinking like, this guy
1: just wants to go to war with me. They're either too nice, they're overcompensating, or. They're not trying hard enough, and you're thinking, shouldn't you be nicer to me? But that's yeah, that's what the impression I've always got from every German
0: person I've ever met is that they must be thinking constantly, we we bombed
1: their whole country. Are we just picking on Germany because we didn't get invited to Charlie and Ben's <laughs> wedding. Yeah, I texted him after to say, uh,
0: "Happy wedding." A little groveler. Was well, because I mentioned him on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So everyone I mentioned on the podcast, I always text them saying, hey, mentioned you on the podcast. Hey, you know who got f-ed
1: over by the World War? Who? Poland. Why? What happened? Well, Germany f- up, big style. And then they thought, oh, Russia's going to kind of help us out. Oh. No, you know what Russia did? They waited on the border because they hate Poland. And they waited until the Germans kind of got rid of all the Polish home, okay. home army. okay. And then they just rocked up and then kind of communized the place i see i see Crazy, now though. why did they hate poland what did poland do to it was everyone? something that happened in world war one I. I wasn't listening to that bit because lucy was talking, was talking okay to... and where was spain during all this they had their own stuff going on didn't they with the uh, revolution yeah and who was leading that oh uh, what's his name um some
0: guy called yeah what was he called Che Guevara? No, it's Cuba. You silly sausage. I have a friend called uh, Antonio, who's Spanish, a very dear friend of mine, close to my heart, and he, I'm sure, will text in and tell us who the Spanish revolutionary oh, come was. It'll comes to me in about. Oh, we, we could just. I've read a book about it. For whom the bell no, we yeah, haven't. But... To who? For whom the bell tolls. You've yeah, read that. Hemingway. And did you like it? I can't remember. It It was years ago. Are you, are you a Hemingway fan, or are you more of a? Counterwork a Kerouac
1: or a worked, Steinbeck the more I read Kerouac now it's kind of he's quite pretentious isn't it you, you oh, can just very imagine pretent- But even the hipster now yeah, doing it but days. even
0: his characters are pretentious because it's like he makes it that way He's on, he almost knows that he's pretentious but he can't
1: stop himself <laughs> when he's talking about jazz he's like talking about like a whole paragraph or he's just talking about it mm. and you can imagine him just thinking yeah this is the best thing I've ever written but you read it once you're kind of like okay you read it back and you're thinking well, what's this guy smoking <laughs> Speaking of jazz, uh, listening to some jazz later. No blues, 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 blues. I like blues. Do you? Well, you'll love Eric Clapton then. Have you listened to much Eric Clapton in your life? No, but but I think I think you're gonna have a go at me now because you had a go like you were kicking off when Tom was on the podcast making out of some simpleton because I hadn't listened to. (laughs) Who is it? Oh, Pink 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 Floyd. Floyd. Yeah.
0: Well, they're of a famous band, Pink Floyd, but Clapton is. I, I am surprised you haven't, because I'm a huge Clapton fan. I love Clapton, mm. so I'm surprised that I haven't played you Clapton. You must have heard Layla. No, I think I've. You've never heard Layla. No. Well, I'll probably listen to it and I think, oh yeah. Christ, I'm second guessing now because I haven't picked Layla for us to watch, and that, and now I'm thinking. That's alright. We could just get Epic. Should we listen to Layla? Oh, I've queued up Bell Bottom Blues now, so I'm going to listen to oh, Bell. Did Bomb. you like up What? Bell Bottoms. Was that the song that
1: I gave to you to listen? Oh, the song from Eric Clapton is called Bell Bottom Blues. Okay, never mind. I was referring to something I gave you to listen to. Did you? I probably yeah. didn't. Yeah, I know. I probably didn't. Potentially, <laughs> you belong in a Jack Kerouac book. I belong in a... Go <laughs> and find what it is. hey? Go find yourself.
0: I belong in a Picasso painting. Do you know who Picasso is? Look at I'm not going to justify it. Anyway, Ahmed, uh, what have you been up to?
1: <laughs> well, I was the first one on the podcast, wasn't I? And then it's come a long way yeah. since that, hasn't it? It's worth noting that when
0: you were first on the podcast, you were short, didn't want to be here, uh, weren't looking forward to it at all. And then as soon as it was in the books, you're texting me going, when's the next one?
1: Yeah, no, I enjoyed it more. Because it forward.
0: is fun, this, isn't it? Yeah, it's alright, isn't yeah. it? Doing a little we watch a thing and listen to a thing. It's basically just having a pint except we've got these two things
1: pointed at our face. Yeah, it's just a little chinwog, a bit of hooping, yeah. isn't it? I feel like you've got um, very political in recent episodes, haven't you? With You're Lee right. And, and that's not Alice what Morgan. and that's not what I
0: intended for the podcast. Look, Alice's ones are incredibly entertaining and I enjoy Lee to ones just because I I just love an argument. But the podcast is intended to be this. Just us sitting around, just talking about, like, curtains or whatever. I said curtains
1: because I'm looking at the curtains. Not being controversial.
0: We're not going to be controversial today at all. And all the controversial stuff... Oh, yeah, we did start by talking about Nazis and Holocaust denial. do you think Holocaust denial is weird, though? Why is Holocaust denial such a sticky subject?
1: I've no idea. Because
0: if someone says, I don't think the Holocaust happened... Everyone's like, burn him!
1: In all seriousness, Whereas, uh, it's I've just never historical... met anyone that actually denied the existence of a Holocaust, though. Uh,
0: well, I'm sure... I mean, it's just a... Have co- you ever met anyone? Well, we pro- uh, I don't remember anyone saying to me that they don't believe Does it ever
1: that. come up in conversation with someone? I think I'd be really freaked out if someone
0: did bring it up in conversation. Well, that's what I'm saying. Why would you be freaked out? Because it's just another conspiracy... It's like if people say... If, remember, in school, I used to think that George Bush was behind 9-11... So was that, was that just like, oh my god, I can't even believe this, going got to get away from this guy. Do you still think clever? No. I think uh, I toe the line now on 9-11. I believe the government, whatever they said about it is what happened.
1: So yeah, no uh,
0: controversy here. No, I'm saying I believe the official, and with the Holocaust as well, I believe whatever the official account is. But I mean, if someone says, hey, I don't think it happened, mm. I don't think, you know, I don't react angrily, I would just say like, you know, we'll just have a conversation about the evidence and the gas chambers and stuff. Yeah, fair enough.
1: If it is a lie, it's a very elaborate lie, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a weird belief, though, isn't it? Why would you bring it up in conversation? You know what, actually, I don't think that happened. Well, I
0: mean, we talk about World War Two a lot as a society. We're obsessed with it, I think. Yeah, why is that, do you reckon? I think, I don't know, I always grew up... Thinking like my granddad's were in the war. That's like a th- it, well, partly because we won. Yeah, a, and there was a <laughs> yeah yeah we wouldn't we wouldn't talk much about it if we'd lost. The why we don't talk about it in Germany or France. Yeah, but because as well, World War One finished without much fanfare. Well, there was fanfare, but it wasn't like it was a as nice clear cut, was it? Germany just kind of declared. It's because America entered the war, and when America entered, Germany just said, "No, we can't do this." will surrender. Mm-hmm. Whereas with World War Two, it was like Hitler was killed, Germany was There taken. was a bad guy, wasn't there? Yeah. So there was a conclu- more of a clear It clear was more inclusion. conclusive yeah. in World War Two, It was a, a more um,
1: tangible mm-hmm. tale told. I think World War Two is kind of like the starting point for America kind become like a real superpower, though, <laughs> wasn't it? Because they were kind of not as feared... Before, you know yeah. what I mean, because I was like, how, "Why are we still talking about World War II? Well, It was after. Well, it's a very, you know, there's a lot to say about World War Two. Well, it was
0: after World War One that America first. They had a big army mm. in World War One, even though they didn't really use it. So they had that power. But then after World War One, they sold lots of product to the countries that had been affected, and that just sent their economy into mm. overdrive and. Yeah, they've been a superpower ever since. Hey,
1: you know what? We speak about Germany quite a bit, yeah? How badass were Japan, though, in that war? They were crazy. Japan are one of those, they always just come out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) With some
0: massive... We're, like, all having a fight. And then Japan come out going, Yeah, we hate you too! We're like, what? What do we do to you guys?
1: Like, they've never met Hitler, but they go, Yeah, alright, we'll join in. Yeah. we hate Jews now as yeah, well. Yeah,
0: they're one of those, they're the wild
1: card always. You never know what Japan are thinking. But honestly, you look at the area they were trying to conquer, it's crazy. It's like all of Asia, they basically, mm. like, invaded. You look how big Japan is compared to China, which is just massive. They just had a go. Yeah. They thought, yeah, why not? Yeah. America, China, two massive countries. Yeah, what do you not? think of what's going on in North Korea at the moment? That's crazy though, isn't it? You think it's crazy? Yeah, they worship him like a god, though, don't they? Yeah. Well, um, do they, or do does the government just tell them to? Did you see when Kim Jong-un, that's his dad, isn't it? No, Kim Jong-il. Kim Jong-il was the dad, Kim yeah. Jong-un is who's doing it now. When he died, the reactions of people, like, did you not see No, say I it? don't I, think so. Put the photo, Jep, on uh, Hooper's Twitter. Hang on.
0: much of that is people making themselves sad like, like one person acts sad because they're supposed to and then the other one because sometimes it's like the whole
1: country I you know about?
0: but sometimes when like one person's crying it makes the person next to them cry you know what I mean and eventually leads to the one guy yeah and eventually crying leads on the floor. to the entire nation yeah, yeah. Because, uh, I don't know, maybe he was a nice guy. I don't really know much about him.
1: There's one guy punching the floor, wasn't there? <laughs> Just out of despair. Yeah, I can't imagine being that upset at anyone's death. In Thailand, yeah, when me and Lucy went there, their president or king or something, some important guy, Yeah, he was really, really Führer. ill. He was really, really ill at the time. And, um, like, a couple of weeks after me and Lucy left... He died, and the country went announced a year of mourning. So, like, <laughs> yeah, no, genuinely, you know, people have to wear black for, like, if you worked in civil service or it? public services, yeah. you have to wear black for the whole year. Um, oh my god. It's you, like, you have to? Yeah, yeah. It was, like, Jeez. certain days of mourning, and it was, like, where you'd have to mourn for, like, a year continuously. Hang on, I'll oh get the god. facts. I'm just literally off the top of my head at the moment, but it is quite intense. That it is it must have been like a royal family or something like that, but... Well, Gaz lives there, he can text in. He lives in the Philippines, doesn't he? What's... and what did you say? Thailand, I said
0: it. Oh, isn't that the same place? No, no, no. I thought Philippines was capital Well, of... Japan invaded both of them. Second yeah, World exactly. War, yeah. You both answer to the Japanese king at the end of the day. Uh What do you think about how Arsenal's done this year? Was that not a smooth enough transition? <laughs> I didn't have any other questions about Kim Jong-un. Well,
1: <laughs> it got me... Okay, uh, let me say... Yeah, let, yeah, let me, no, try let me, that again, s- try that again.
0: No, let me say this then. Have you seen that there was this documentary on the BBC about Kim Jong-un killing his
1: brother? Yeah. you see weird, it? wasn't it? With the acid attack in the airport in Malaysia or something, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, and they tricked two girls. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. And they tricked two girls into thinking they were part of a prank show. God, that's a really both girls, creative way yeah, of killing. Yeah, both TV. girls when they were caught said they'd been punked. They'd been led to believe that they were the presenter of a YouTube prank show that was throwing acid in people's what? faces. That's
1: really? Yeah. Imagine finding that news out. about... actually, sorry, love, you're not going to be on MTV. Actually, you're sat in jail We shouldn't laugh because someone died, but. <laughs> What like a creative talk. way of killing someone.
0: There was a fella um in the now I'm gonna butcher this story because I'm not prepared for it, but in the eighties I'm gonna say, there was a Soviet radio presenter, but he was in the UK, right? So he's in the UK broadcasting about like bad stuff
1: Russia or Bulgaria or someone were doing. This is what you sound like when you haven't prepared. <laughs> you haven't got your fancy notes in front of you. Soviet Anyway,
0: anyway, he was assassinated, and this is how he was assassinated. He was walking down the street, and someone poked him in the back of the leg with
1: an umbrella. Sounds like something off a James Bond film. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then, like a day later, he was in hospital, poisoned, having all sorts of symptoms. And he said, "The only thing it could be is that a stranger came up to me and..." forcefully poked me on the calf did he die yeah it was an assassination Wow. Oh. and so and they found that someone had put like mercury or something on the
1: tip of the umbrella like, poked him with it
0: creative gotta give him that
1: isn't there something like that happened recently where some guy got poisoned yeah a russian spy was
0: recently uh poisoned a british spy who was spying on Russia.
1: It's crazy, though, isn't it? You don't think, like, this day and age, stuff like that happens, but... It's weird, isn't it? Homeland. You still watching Homeland? No, no, I'm not, I've am not. i given up. At what point did you give up? I gave up, I would say, uh,
0: season... I don't know, four? Okay, well, yeah, fair enough. I got through a few, because it was good. Mm. Like, even when it was bad, it was still good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even when there's not much happening... I can still appreciate the acting's good script's pretty good uh interesting enough
1: and easy enough to kind of follow they've left islam and isis alone now so they're concentrating on like this whole russian spy thing at the moment which is quite interesting really okay and you know like fake news and stuff like that
0: maybe they should go to germany
1: see what's going on over there they did a series in germany see what angela merkel's doing they kind of played on I think it was series 5 when um, you know Germany let a load of refugees in the country yeah they kind of played on that and did like a terrorist attack in Berlin
0: would you like to give your two cents about immigration no no
1: no I'm not going to talk about it but ugh, honestly Iobi's been an awful <laughs> <this season. laughs> wasn't he born in London eh yeah I'm just switching the subject to Arsland oh right yeah mistakes yeah. on Debussy yeah?
0: But Wenger trusts Iwobi for whatever reason. Why does Wenger trust Iwobi? Because it's not like yeah. he's a hard worker. It's like when people criticise Mourinho for trusting mm. Lingard or Fellaini or, you know, someone who isn't yeah, good. Lingard gets it done though, doesn't he? You know, well, he started getting it done. But last season, people were criticising him. Mm. People wanted
1: him out. Yeah, you get a lot of, like, faith in kids, don't you? And you can't, they can't help but feel like the wrong ones get too much of a chance, basically.
0: I'm not, yeah, I'm not well up enough to know who, like, a a kid who's got it when I I see it, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because only certain kids can reach that level. Probably a lot of it's to do
1: with attitude. With the Wales squad at the moment, you see, like, a lot of younger players playing at, like, the lower levels at the moment, don't you? So you've got that Brooks guy that plays for uh, Sheffield, doesn't he? Uh You've got Tom Lawrence playing in Derby, he's killing in Derby and he killed in Ipswich. It's nice to see him get more game time in championship level, whereas players like Alex Iwobi and Lingard, they get thrusted into big teams and are expected to perform from the get-go, are they? No, because
0: Lingard went on loan to like four or five different clubs. Yeah, but he's still young now. In the Jaguars, you know, it's like 24. Is he actually? Yeah. yeah I thought he was only like 18, 19. No, he, he spent a long time out on loan no, before okay, he broke I through have but what I worry about in terms of uh, the Welsh squad all being in the championship
2: mm.
0: is that they're not like gaining that elite mentality of yeah, like no, you to win that. you know uh, what I mean because in the championship like it's just bound to be more oh you know you win some you lose some mm. might get promoted might get relegated yeah no I
1: completely get where you come from then Championship doesn't really reflect the pressures. That when we won the with Euro-
0: uh, European football, yeah. When so when we, when we I was going to say when we won the Euros. We didn't win the Euros. But it was a hell of a good time. When it? we did very well in the Euros, well, we basically won it, didn't we? We were we the darlings of the yeah. darlings of the year, Wales and Iceland as well. When we did that, pretty much the whole the whole team was in the Premier League and mm. La Liga, Gareth Bale. Thanks for that. You're not going to get... It's going to be hard to mm. win stuff when you've got players who are in
1: the Championship and League say one. that, yeah. The Premier League standard, we had Andy King. Fair enough, he just won the Premier League, but... It's that mentality, though. Yeah, but at the clubs
0: was, he that are pushing time. them. Was he? Joe Ledley was getting in the team for Palace before the th- Euros, he was. Yeah, no, I get where you're coming from, Glenn. Yeah. What do you think of Arsenal recently, eh? Terrible. Oh, it's not been a very good season. Let me let me throw a stat at you. Arsenal have won three away games this season.
1: Shocking, isn't it? Three? Yeah. <laughs> they haven't... What the about? Is one stat for you, okay? They're the only team in all the tiers of English football that haven't won an away game in 2018 so <laughs> Brighton we lost 2-1 against Brighton it's just oh mate it's so what's just what's going him, yeah? is a what why, why I don't why, know you? mate I really don't know we've got Atletico Madrid coming up <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Atletico I really love that I know it's cliche to like Atletico Madrid because they work hard and they're technical mm. but good for them do you know who my favourite Atletico player is guess I want to say Griezmann but no, that's no. too common yeah, isn't too it common. So say I do love like Griezmann
1: obviously but God they're not someone like no that. no
0: but use your head now go on go through the team who do I like in the Athletic yeah. Madrid team who someone as hardworking? working hard working sensible yeah. technical ability intelligent I can't think of Saul see I would
1: never would have guessed that I love Saul yeah. Saul is the f- Man, mm. I love him. Would you have him at United? Of course. Would you be able to replicate what he does in Flattico? United? Th-
0: well, it depends. I have no idea what United are going to do. In the summer. they could just chop and change the entire team, and it would it's just
1: pretty shocking, isn't it? The amount of money that he's spending, you're still not sure what's going on there. Yeah. If that makes sense, yeah. It's just. United doesn't really stand for anything. Yeah, it should be big wages. It was interesting that interview after you got knocked out by Sevilla in the Champions League, where Mourinho went on a ramp in the, you know, interesting press conference where he kind of kicked off and he was halfway leaving and he was still shouting at the questions, even though he was getting basically escorted out. Yeah. He was saying, he was kicking off basically saying that he'd gladly sign all the players for Sevilla, but unfortunately, the agents, because it was Man United that would be signing them, the agents would crank up the fee and it wouldn't be a fair reflection of their worth because Man United were the team going after it. What's that say about your club at the moment? That you're just kind of throwing ridiculous figures for players. You're not getting the full worth of the player, are you, you know what I mean? How much do you pay for that Lindelof guy? Uh thirty, I think. Do you reckon you've had thirty million worth of them? No, yeah, he's he's
0: twenty two, so he's he's quite young. I do quite like William Loft, actually. In about three
1: years I think he's gonna be I just feel like good. you sign a lot of players and they just don't do anything really. But I again, think, like, I haven't got like to stand on because I
0: think we've been signing too many B plus players. Who who don't Name me a couple. Matic, I think, is a B plus player. I think Matic's been one of your best players. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. But you know, B plus is great. I'd give Man United overall this season a B. B minus. B B minus. Uh Matic Matic gets a B plus, he's been one of our best players. But I think if we had someone a bit better in that position behind Pogba, mm-hmm. then we could
1: get the best out of Pogba. And if we get the best out of Pogba. Then, so you think it's like a chain reaction, basically? Yeah. Decent players.
0: I think it's just there's too like, many pl- too many players where we need someone super duper, and don't you we think have someone very quite, good by quite doing what?
1: Like when you've tried to sign super duper players.
0: I don't mean I don't mean like superstars. I mean like in terms of Matic, for example. I don't I don't want a superstar to replace him. I want someone who's just. Technical and I want like a young Michael you want Carrick, Stryman, don't you? Sturman would be good, but I don't know. Sturman's a bit box to box. I don't know. I'll see what he does in
1: there. Okay. Euro- if you come back to Arsenal, though, if George you were Wenger, oh, I'd like. If you were Wenger this yeah. summer, okay. Well, if you were a manager replacing Van now, okay? That's a better hypothetical situation, really. Yeah. So, if you were the manager taking over Arsenal, and you've got four big signings that you can do to improve our squad at the moment, given that squad that you've already got. Who do you sign? Okay, so...
0: Run me through it. Keep Aubameyang, keep Ozil.
1: You want to keep Ozil? Yeah. Keep...
0: Uh... Wilshire's going to go, isn't he? i will probably go somewhere like West Ham. Mickey's going to stay because he's only just got there... Um, I would ma- I would sign centre back like who's tough? Anyone from Bundesliga basically, wouldn't you? You just dip in there. No, no, I don't think Bundesliga. I think S- Spain somewhere, someone in Spain.
1: Try that with Gabriel and Mustafi and someone.
0: Yeah, but the, those were just... I never rated Mustafa. Did I ever tell you that, that I don't rate Mustafi?
1: But he's a World's Cup winner. I
0: knew it. I, yeah, but I knew it before he came that, that Mustafi <laughs> was, was garbage. I think if you can get someone like Jimenez from Atletico, he'd be good. Or just someone with a bit of bite, someone with a bit of Latin flavour. That's who you need. Well, you think that we need a bit of Spanish flair? Not flair, Spanish passion ah, at the back. That's what I think. Midfield, I think you need the same. Uh, a box to box who can do that kind of thing. Because I wouldn't give up on Shaq. Shaq has been awful, don't get me wrong. But I think if, need him, if he had someone a bit busy next
1: to him, like an El but just better. I like El He's been all right, but he's not. He's, he's never going to be that. He's never going to be an A list player, is he? He's a uh, C plus, B minus at best, isn't Yeah,
0: he? yeah. A lot of letters flying around in this podcast. Yeah. And I don't know who the box to box you get, at, like, <sighs> someone like... Uh... Goretzka. Oh, um, what's that guy called? There's one in France who's doing well. Don't know what he's... Yeah, he plays for Marseille or someone. Uh, Fred? about Fred? I don't know. Someone like that, Saul. Your boy, my boy.
1: Yeah. Strohman. What do you make of a season, just in general, though? For Arsenal? No, just in general, the Premier League has been quite interesting, is not it?
0: Well, City have ran away with them, and they put some cracking games. Yeah. In and amongst the drivel, because obviously, you know, United have put some some drivel games on the map.
1: Likewise with Arsenal. Yeah,
0: but I mean, also incredibly entertaining watching but you know, Arsenal Old crumble.
1: um, on, what was it, Sunday, when he lost 1-0 to West Brom. I was. Oh, I thought that was grim. It was grim, to say the least. I've seen a video of this one guy falling asleep and his mate's just... Oh, yeah, putting cups on his head. It was... was
0: Yeah, it was um, not fun to watch. Mm, Uh, Probably the most embarrassing, most debasing game of the season. Mm. And you know only one thing's going to cheer you up after that. Gin. The Norweg Distilleries Blue Slate Gin. And here it is. Right here.
1: I'm quite excited. I've not actually tried this.
0: Have you not tried it? You must have
1: tried it. Oh, you had a little sip at Tom's one. Yeah, it doesn't really count. When we started off this podcast, we didn't have anything.
0: Now we've got bloody sponsors. Well, we haven't just got something, Emmett. We've got seasonal edition Ooh. of The Norweg Distilleries Blue Slate Gin. Eh? Hey. And look how sleek that bottle looks. It's, it's usually nicer. it's usually kind of a dark grey, and this is a light grey. Can I see it. You can.
1: Where can we uh, buy this? Because I wouldn't mind buying a bottle for my folks. Do you know
0: there's a shop beyond uh, Dolans in Menabridge? Yeah. And it's like a Welsh shop. Okay. And you go in, and it's like you buy little Welsh um, furniture, ornaments, and stuff. yeah. Yeah. Like boutique type. Yeah, like yeah. wooden spoons and sh- like that. Yeah. They have uh, the odd batch. I think they might be sold out with this already though. Mm-hmm. It's a very popular, they only do it in little batches.
1: Yeah, you can tell because it's like handwritten in the back, isn't it? You know the gin style when it goes to London? Yeah. You know? They nice.
0: bottle and label these on-site by hand. It is cool though, isn't it? It's nice. The tiny mountainside distillery is nestled beneath the slate quarries of Dinarweg overlooking Snowden. Here they distill their gin in truly tiny batches, which is what I just said, isn't it? Cut it to strength with their own mountain water well.
1: I'm trying to figure out where exactly it is, though, because I know my mountains. (coughs) I don't even know know where Nordwig is, to be honest. You've been
0: there. I've been to Nordwig. Yeah. Okay. (laughs)
2: I'm fine hey, with that. should we drink them? Yeah. So,
0: cheers. Wait, we, so we cheers, and then we stick our nose in, yeah. take a big like that, and then we throw it back. Ready? Okay. Yechida. Yechida. Really throw it around your mouth. Ooh. Get all the tastes
1: going. Flavours, eh? Flavours.
0: Oh. Do you know which specific flavors? What can you say <laughs> specific then? <though?
1: laughs> specific. <laughs>
0: I laugh whenever I go to Segway to something. Uh, it's an aromatic juniper dry gin. And you may have noticed there, a pine and herbal nose. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah. you get the pine, don't you? There's a lot of pine you going on in
1: my throat right well. now. It's nice.
0: Yeah, and the juniper.
1: <laughs> what is juniper?
0: <laughs> uh, do you know what else? <laughs> Grapefruit. <laughs> an elderflower uh, in the mouth. <laughs> in
1: the mouth and l- supposed to anywhere else.
0: Yeah, uh, and they recommend serving it with a quality mixer, which we've done. Fantastic, which they provided. So they do say uh, it goes well with a citrus garnish, especially orange. Mm. Or, if you want to try something different, why not a spring fresh green coriander seed? Bloody love that. It's really nice. My mum is a big fan. Every time someone comes over... I get a knock on the door uh, Ben can we just borrow the gin <laughs> bottle
1: oh bless her oh, now that's really Very good nice, it? It? you got to support Welsh stuff haven't you you know gin growing up it was just like something that you'd steal out like, if your parents cupboard just to try and get drunk yeah
0: I remember general. thinking whenever I'd see gin in the parents cupboard mm. oh I can't wait till I'm 18 and I don't have to drink yeah.
1: gin anymore
0: <laughs> that'll look as though
1: yeah. like drinking it by choice drinking on a Thursday night yeah
0: uh, do you know what else is a uh, a uh, staple of the
1: Welsh, ah, huh? of the Welsh what? I'm waiting for you. You know, to Wales, read. the oh, Welsh, right. well, of being should they, Welsh. Should we? Um, you've touched on it earlier. The oh, view right. from your window today—you haven't oh, been right. outside On this glorious day, but you've got a lovely view of the from my yeah. window. You can see
0: what mountain is it? Snow Snowdonia. Yeah, you can see a couple of them, can't you? A couple of the different- why don't you tell people the different names for the different mountains?
1: People at home really want to know, but this is no, just your though, isn't it, to a weird subject. Because I didn't want to talk about children getting murdered, because I didn't want to talk about Black Lives Matter, because I didn't want to talk about immigration, you yeah. thought, okay, Amish, Amish Welsh, let's talk about f***ing Mabinogion. Mabinogion. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs>
0: what? It's, because, it's just interesting. Do so you is think it, of Mabinog- really,
1: I don't know. What are Mabinogion? They're kind of like... <laughs> That's a good opening question! They're kind of like folk tales, aren't they? From... Okay. Going back to, like, the Celtic era, isn't it? How far back is the Celtic era? It's like... <laughs> no, really on, isn't it? Is it Celtic era? I don't even know. I haven't even prepared... That. I thought you had, like, notes and stuff for this, but... <laughs> I made... Scratchy notes, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you even got it for
0: I didn't even Google it. I just texted my sister to give me a synopsis. Oh, so it's God. but but I did ask uh, Griff what his favourite was, and okay. then I googled the synopsis for it. So why didn't I tell you that? Yeah, go for it. So this is what my like five or ten or fifteen year old nephew is. It must be one of them, man. yeah. It's gotta be. It's his favourite.
2: I like Branwen. Because it's a cool story and there's a giant in it.
1: Alright, the giant yeah, I know this one as so well. This oh, is on. one of the only ones I know. So he had Branwen was the sister of Bran the King of. Ben. Bendigade Bran. de Gage, And he was a giant. Well, yeah. There's like different versions That's of his story. So Wikipedia says. Yeah, I know, there's like different versions of his story, is not it? Okay. So he was the king of Britain at the time and the... Oh, the whole of Britain. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And the king of Ireland wanted to marry his sister, something like that. So right. they got married in Frau Yeah. And um, something happened, so the Irish got p***ed up or something, and they kidnapped her and took her back to um, Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, and they kind of waged war, but like the folky tale says that Bran, or Bendigate Bran, Walked over between Britain and um, Ireland. He was able to walk with the army on top of his head because he was a giant.
0: Oh right, yeah, he stretched his whole body across the ocean. Is that no, it?
1: I heard the version that he walked into the sea with the army on top of his head, and because he was <laughs> so tall, yeah, it no, was just that like it was no, way it was just stupider the, than mine. Yeah, I know, but it was just his note was and like an army on top of his head. <laughs> no, do it wasn't. He kind of that's definitely from water. not what happened. I don't know if it's true but I No, my that, uh,
0: version is way <laughs> My version is way more true, surely Well, I mean, neither of these happened <laughs> But I'm sure the story is That he stretched his whole body across And used the army used him like a bridge To yeah, invade That's so Island. much more
1: realistic
0: than that my version That's definitely more realistic is but it?
2: Yeah It's like 80, wore, miles. He is he 80 miles Is he 80 miles Yeah
0: He's a giant what was it? Right, so yeah, went and then the. Uh, uh, do you know what happened after the war was. No. Well, Bender Bran, on the way back, realised that he'd been poisoned with a poison arrow. No. So he died. By an umbrella on his 80-foot, 80 80-mile-long.
1: 80 made of glitter! <laughs> uh,
0: so he died, and then Branwen died of a broken heart. It's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. So everyone
1: died in the end. There was, like, loads of giants and stuff, wasn't there? Yeah. There's a lot of giants in Welsh folklore. You heard of a mountain, Cader No. So, in Dolgellab, there's a mountain called Cader Idris. Dying um, to tell everyone about these mountains. Yeah, yeah, I love mountains, me. Talk about my business idea in a minute with you, but anyway. Um, this giant poet called Idris carved himself a chair. A I'll, giant poet. Yeah, no mate. <laughs> I haven't even got to the best part yet. Okay, so this giant poet. <laughs> I mean, Giants well, don't usually have professions. Yeah, he's just there with like a tiny piece of paper and like a quill.
0: Yeah, I'm imagining him like sitting on top of a mountain
1: top. Oh, hey, let me get. To my... Oh, what is life? <laughs> Woe is me. Anyway, there was a young man. So he carved himself a seat Oh this mountain. Is and... that why the
0: Astethrod give out a seat? No. Oh, okay.
1: Just <laughs> so coincidence. I never really thought of it. Actually, it
0: might be. Do, so the folks at home know we have a thing in Wales called the Nystedvod, which is like prizes for poetry and singing and. It's like a celebration of, stories, Welsh of Welsh culture. Welsh culture, and the top
1: award each year is a chair. Like someone's given a chair. Anyway, let me finish my story and we'll okay. get back to the chair because I actually won a chair in the school Stavod. Did but you? Yeah, no, I won we'll get... f- a chair. Well... I'll get to that in a minute. So there's like, an old folklore now, which still exists now, where apparently, if you go work out and spend the night, you either come down a madman or a poet.
0: <laughs> come down a poet! <laughs> I'd love to be teaching kids that in school. You come down a poet. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. Uh, we're going to read a poem in a minute. Yeah, let me tell you about this chair by I
1: though. Oh, right, okay. So, we had a class, Steadford, because we were in set two at the time. We had to know your kids in our class, like Alice. They teach wanted to make Just it. Just so the folks at home know, I'm in set one at this time. Yeah. Set one. Set one, yeah. High so IQ. We had the fun, you know, in set two. Anyway, so the teacher wanted this to learn. She thought she'd bring an element of competition to it. So uh, I wrote a poem about Kay. a panda. A panda? Yeah. And I won a deck chair, a lime green... Ah, oh, yeah, I remember you winning this deck chair. And I had to f- carry it home on the bus. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of a bus brawl. <laughs> Do you
0: remember that thing? Hey? <laughs> I remember the bus brawls. Yeah. I was a big proponent of the bus brawls. I really mm. liked them. Thrasus as well, wasn't he? Well, is just f- Nuts,
1: yeah, he's crazy. He? Yeah, f- now guy. he's dangerous yeah. with them. We abs, should stop doesn't doesn't talking it? to that guy immediately. He makes weapons for a living, you know, like, yeah, like, not like, no one's lies paying or attention. Like, and then, shout gonna... out to our boy, for us, uh, wherever you are.
0: Uh, was the panda poem racial? No, quirky. Oh, can you say a bit of it? I can't remember, to be honest. It was in year nine, form three. I did a poetry course in university. Bet you did, you little hipster. I did it on by accident. Oh, did you? Because I got did my
1: the accidentally fall in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> the, like an episode of Boy Meets Girl, are you? You gonna do it by <laughs> a slice of pizza? Boy Meets World. Yeah, whatever.
0: No, the <laughs> the um, I was drunk one night and then I got an email saying like, Ben, you have an hour to put in your choices for modules next year. So then my friend came in and they weren't drunk, Harry. And I was like, Harry, you gotta pick my modules for me. And he picked poetry. (laughs) So I turned up, I didn't realise what it was at first. And then like slowly by the way people are talking, I figured out like, hang on a minute, we've gotta write poems. That's
1: the best practical joke ever, isn't it? (laughs) I thought we
0: were just gonna (laughs) read poems. I thought we were just gonna read poems and it turns out we've got to write a poem every week why what would people say it? a different poem it's just like the, you know the lecturer gets up and he's like oh this is a type of a, uh, poem this is a type of poem everyone's like yeah yeah I'm like okay this is quite normal mm. and then he's like this is the type of poem I want you to do and I'm like you to do you to do what does he mean you to do is he going to ask one person to come up and demonstrate or something and then everyone's nodding and stuff he's like and then each week, you'll build a portfolio. I'm like, hang on a minute. I see what's going
1: on here. Hurry! Shaking your face, there. I know
0: what the word portfolio means.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm just creasing at the idea of you just in a poetry. Class yeah, but... not knowing what's going on.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then on the way home, I, like, knew one of the people in the class, and she was like, oh, yeah, you're having a nice time. I was like, no, I didn't realise this was a poetry class. We have to write poems. Oh, but I, t- I turned out I loved it. It was my favourite module. Well, you were doing American studies. I what were you lo- going to do? Yeah. Yes. for two There's only so many times you can take the Hitler module.
1: Poetry's <laughs> just quite depressing.
0: General, I love poetry. Oh yeah, it is. I think it's hard to do
1: a good poem that isn't depressing. Who's that poet from South Wales? He's died now. Dylan Thomas. Dylan, so, Thomas. Dylan Thomas. He's Bleak, isn't he? He's the poet who
0: we're going to be reading later. Is it the Milkwood one or Mirkwood No, no. It's his most famous poem, Do Not Go Gentle Into oh, That Good Night. Oh, yeah, I've heard that one. Shall I read it to you? Well, actually, first, i I'll, pl- I'll. we'll talk about uh, my niece's favourite m- of the Mabinogion.
1: Yeah, go for it before we get
0: suicidal listening to Donald Thomas. Yeah, this is my niece's favourite of the Mabinogion.
2: Lord Dayworth is my favourite.
0: Blodeweth is her favourite. I don't know about one. Do you know the story of Blodeweth? Well, I'll tell you based on what my sister texted me. It's about uh, a man wishes... A man had a curse on him that said he couldn't marry a human female. For whatever, whatever. I feel like we joined that story in the middle. That was it? No, 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 no. And so then he made Blodewith out of flowers. it was a woman that was made out of flowers. And Blodeye is flowers in Welsh, so means like flowerless or something. Okay. So he made her, then she had an affair with another man. So when whoever this bloke was, did I say his name? You just said some bloke with the case. Okay, well I don't know his name. He found out about the affair and transformed into an eagle. Of course, he did. Yeah. Yeah. So, as punishment, <laughs> just
1: got eagles flying around Jeremy Kyle now. Just you <laughs> cheated on me, so I
0: transformed into an eagle. No, I believe all the people in Jeremy Kyle when they say they didn't do it. Uh, so when he found out, he turned Vladayev into an owl, because we all know that owls are not what they. Seem. <laughs> what? <laughs> the owls are not what they seem. And then, as punishment for the affair, the man, uh, he had to face an arrow from this other bloke. And then he he asked everyone, oh, I don't want to do it or something. And they were like, oh, you have to do it. So he, put, he brought a rock with him and put it in front of the arrow. So he was like, hey, there's no rules against... Like what you can put between us and then apparently he shot the arrow through the rock.
1: Why is that and your
0: niece's can... favorite <laughs>
1: story? <laughs> she is strange. They're weird though. Most, you've not like read The Mabinogion, which isn't weird and just creative. You know what I mean? It's just like what are you thinking, and how can you be that weird about time? No, but there's this not is a lot a, going a, on at that. Yeah,
0: time but either. this is what I was going to ask you. Like, why are they so Like, what do these stories mean? Like, someone hasn't just made these stories. I reckon it's, someone's made them for a reason. Yeah, because they're really
1: <laughs> off owls for some reason.
0: No, but they're trying to say something with all this bird stuff and disaster stuff and war. It's kind of like religion at the time. What are they it? trying to say? Well, yeah. You
1: know, like, it's been Bible, passed it's down,
0: like, like. Stories. Yeah, these are fables, basically, aren't they? Yeah. The Mabinogion. So why? What are it. they? Because most of the fables in the Bibles are like, oh, you know, be nice to strangers. And this, the, all the Welsh ones are like, behead the woman and then marry
1: the... And hold a rock in front of her Hold a rock and... The, yeah, there's a bunch of the arrows so flying styles. everywhere.
0: So why? What is it? I don't even know, mate. Should That's my philosophical...
1: Dylan Thomas, that might make more sense. Here's my Dylan Thomas poem. Dylan Thomas. It's called... Have you printed a whole file for this podcast and you're only getting it out now? Oh, yeah, uh, I use a file for the podcast, here. I've got yeah, all the so notes. have had notes and we've just been guessing facts about the world. Yeah, before. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've had loads of notes. I've got loads of stuff you've we can got, talk about.
1: This is thickening my dissertation. Yeah, they're not all for you. These are all the notes from all the podcasts. Wow. Yeah, do you remember that? You've got... I'll explain why I'm looking at now. It's all the old notes. As hoopers, we're struggling to find like a symbol or a logo, and <laughs> Headband Warrior came up with the worst symbol, which has got basically two coffee stains and a beer stain, and it somehow combines it into a H. Yeah, it contains <laughs> an H for hoopers. It is awful.
0: Well, that's in the old notes. Let's focus on Dylan Thomas. Having grown up in and around Swansea which is in Wales, in the early 20th century, Dylan Thomas went on to become the most celebrated Welsh poet of all time. Works such as A Child's Christmas in Wales made him eternally famous throughout the UK and especially in North America. North, uh, Americans have heard of Dylan Thomas. They know, they know what's going on. His personal life was marred with adultery and drinking, with his wife, Caitlin, later remarking, ours was a drink story not a love story our one and only
1: true love was drink it's like a modern day johnny cash all right olden day johnny cash no don thomas was he around the same time as johnny cash uh yeah okay yeah around the same time but he died in 1953
0: after weeks of heavy drinking collided with pneumonia and brain swelling not good so this poem is called Do Not Go Gentle Into That Good Night. Have you heard it? Yeah. Have you? Uh, what's it about?
1: It's about death, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Which is,
1: you know, really positive. So
0: Why don't you tell me, I'll read it, and then you tell me at the end what you think it means. Like what you get from it.
1: Yeah, okay. You, yeah, give it yeah. a go.
0: Why? And if you win, I'll give you a chair. What do you mean, win? If you win. If you prove that you're cleverer than me.
1: You've got like a whole f- file in front of you
0: okay here's do not go gentle into that good night go for it, man. and i'll read it in dylan thomas's voice <coughs> i'm looking forward to this go ahead <laughs> just gonna fill up my gin do not go gentle into that good night old age should burn and rave at close of day rage rage against the dying of the light the wise men at their end, no dark is right. Because their words had forked no lightning, they do not go gentle into that good night. Good men, the last wave by, crying how bright their frail deeds might have danced in a green bay. Rage, <laughs> rage against the dying of the light. Wild men who caught and sang the sun in flight, and learned too late, they grieved it on its way. Do not go gentle into that good night. Grave men near death, who see with blinding sight, blind eyes could blaze like meat jaws and be gay. Rage! Rage against the dying of the light. And you, my father, there on the sad height, curse, bless me now with your fierce tears, I pray. Do not go gentle into that good night. Rage. Rage against the dying of the light. So what do you think of that?
1: Cracking accent. Hey, eh? yeah. Hey, eh?
0: well done. I, <laughs> I, I don't know what Dylan Thomas sounds like. So I just did Scott Quinnell <laughs> Yeah, well done. So what do well you done. think? What did you get from that? Good?
1: Sad? Bad? Good? Sad? Good? Bad? I started Snapchatting halfway through just for the Twitter account. Okay. But I've heard it before. Um... This and is. I, I, again, this is one of them kind of bleak one when he's talking about death, but he's talking about fighting death. He
0: talks about death a lot. He was obsessed yeah. with death throughout his life.
1: This is, uh, if you didn't. Was it sur- Milkwood one
0: or milkwood? I don't know that one. I don't he's know Dylan Thomas. Yeah, um,
1: when he's talking about, like, leaving the town they grew up in and, like, yeah, yeah. dying and stuff like he that.
0: He stayed in so, Swansea pretty much all his life. Yeah. Spent some time in America, but. Uh, so, the poem has a rigid villanelle form. Do you know what a villanelle is?
1: I don't, I didn't take that lecture now.
0: It's where the first and third line of the first stanza... Rage, rage. Yeah, rage, rage. Those lines repeat themselves throughout the poem. And so it's supposed to... So it's rigid, so it's showing that he's trying to contain his emotions, but also the repetition shows He's driving himself mad Circling over and over These thoughts in his head
1: It's weird isn't it You know like Creative people like him Yeah I was just thinking about it now They're not really Kind of respected Until after They've died really Well know. this is the, the case I mean? With Dylan Thomas yeah It's like Kirk Cobain as well Obviously he was respected Over the time But like everyone's like picked them up so much After he's died But he's so troubled Over the time wasn't he Yeah he's shot himself Allegedly mm-hmm. Like all these great minds in hindsight now but we're so troubled at the time and they're so we're kind of like benefiting off their despair basically
0: yeah well i mean you were you were saying we were saying before that poems are usually grim grim and i think it's because as uh j cole said there's beauty in the struggle
1: ugliness and the success mm. deep wow. so we've gone from talking about alex iobi to well, J Cole is the not that much of a. The, the beauty in the struggle. <sighs> oh, gone proper full circle. In this well, that's why. We? Well, that's why people. The beauty in the struggle of being an Arsenal supporter.
0: No, but that's why people like seeing Lingard do well because he struggled for so many years to establish himself. Didn't look like he was going to establish himself, and then boom! And now he's dabbing. There's beauty in the struggle. So, uh, yeah, good poem, eh? It's about his father was dying, so he's saying. Do not go gentle into that good night. So d- don't uh, accept death. Rage against the dying of the light. So you know, be. Yeah.
1: Uh, I tell you what, I'm glad that we've grown up in this age now compared to like that age, because it was so f- bleak in Wales at that time. Yeah, loads of people dying. Yeah, like pneumonia every five seconds and f- like that. Mm. I know we've got like people on Instagram and social media that's gone a bit too much at the moment, but. But when, Honestly, we,
0: yeah. when we listen back to this in 50 years, people aren't going to know what Instagram is.
1: You reckon that'll be gone by that soon?
0: In 50 years? Yeah. <laughs> it would be the first time that I... Think of, of what happened to MySpace.
1: Yeah, that's true. But Facebook, though, doesn't it come under that umbrella of Facebook, <laughs> which is, like, by far, like, one of the biggest social media... Companies? I don't know if Instagram... Social, like, media,
0: like... But I, don't, but I don't know if people are addicted to Facebook in the same because uh, to an extent, Facebook have kind of trapped people because you're connected with everyone from school and you've, you've got all that. you've got all your stuff on there. like half of your accounts on other stuff you've connected through Facebook. Mm. You know what I we mean? Talking, Whereas Instagram's yeah. just kind of a thing by itself, very popular yeah. and everyone you know goes on it every day. But there's nothing stopping another company from
1: coming in and saying hey go here instead and everyone just going okay crazy with facebook though is now when you're talking about like how we're all like addicted to it we went through like facebook statuses you've got some people that write facebook statuses quite often now yeah and yourself do you really think we care richard cheer what you're doing on holiday yeah well like you for example you've never written a facebook status have you I did in two, 2010 That's your claim to fame You've nearly gone a whole decade Without writing a <laughs> Facebook status
0: I'll write one, I'll write one when this goes. No, I'm no, too
1: shy I reckon you do one in like 2020 I'm very shy so I was I'll it just 20, do a yeah. pointless one like so fuming But I'd like, I'll hardly ever write a Facebook status now it's Because weird. of me, because I've rubbed off on you yeah, kind of. I just don't see the point at this moment. It is very pointless
0: when you... No, not as much w-
1: people actually do write yeah. Facebook statuses now. It's more like people sharing posts about the kids, which is fair enough. Alice writing the odds thing <laughs> about... Uh, you know.
0: You've got to look... But Alice is a, is a unique person because he does have fans. Like, there's people all around... He's got a bit of a following now. Hasn't yeah, that, there's people all crazy. around this island who love hearing what Alice has to say, and I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. I always like Alice's statuses because I'm like, I want to see, you know, because Alice is unique in that he wakes up every day and just thinks, you know, there's something on his mind. You should have seen him when he came here. Yeah. Oh my god, he, I hadn't <laughs> spoken to him for like three weeks leading up to it, so I thought he'd get here and be like, you know, we didn't really have much to talk about, blah blah blah. He just turned up, bang. For about an hour and a half, I couldn't shut him up. I was trying to like, yeah, but Al, what about another thing? just going.
1: Passionate guy, He turned yeah. up... He left me his notes here. They're unbelievable. Yeah. So that f- podcast is coming out the, soon. The
0: first one you? is, bullet point, I have a sixth
1: sense to sniff out fake people. <laughs> 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 what a guy, bro, yeah. He's unbelievable. He was so entertaining when we were growing up as well, wasn't he? You know,
0: oh, Alice like, is brilliant. Yeah. He's a great... He's just one of those... He's a great fixture in any... If I'll go group.
1: through... Facebook now and there'll be nothing on there because no one ever writes anything anymore mm-hmm. and then he'll write something about co- Quite controversial. happened yeah. lately and I just go in the comments on it And I just have a whale of a time. because oh, yeah. Yeah, he just, yeah like, you
0: gotta love his comment sections as well
1: Yeah, it might look, it's a lot of people don't
0: like Alice is worth saying So there's a lot of people probably listening to this who don't like Alice, but in my opinion if you're not at least enjoying Alice even if you don't like him, then you're... You take yourself too serious. You're doing life wrong. Yeah. We should be having
1: fun <laughs> like he does. If it's not directed towards you, it's brilliant, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. You
0: know. Should we listen to another wrong and Go ahead. Eric
1: Clapton. Oh, are we at this? Oh, my God. We've been on... Yeah, the well, we've times. done an
0: hour. I'll cut it down, but it'll be about an hour now. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. But wait, Emmett, you know what we need to uh, listen to music with? Using. <laughs> got better in the end. What, Ben? What do we need? We'll need some high-quality headphones. Have you got any? I think I know just the brand. Studio Swedish headphones. Like studio, except without the T. Okay, I'm listening. Yeah. It's like when... It's like uh, on Simpsons when Bart says, well, Why aren't my bones uh, strong? I drink plenty of milk." Let me see these headphones then, mate. Uh, Here they are. (laughs) 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 They look lovely. They're studio quality, very slick design, plain black, although they come in plain white as well. And I know what you're thinking. Ben, this is an age with the... The bipping and the bopping and the hip, you know, the doodle-doo, everything's on a computer. The last Never thought that the last either. thing I need in my life is more wires. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, I've got a word that's gonna blow your mind. Wireless. No. Wireless
2: what? slick
0: studio quality headphones. Whoa. Now you're not gonna get that anywhere else. And you know what else you're not gonna get? A 15% discount to loyal Hoopers listeners. All you gotta do is put the promo code Hoopers at checkout. Really? They've given us a promo code. Yeah, we have our own promo code. <laughs> oh how far we've come. It's studio, sudio sudio.com. Choose your thing and then add in the promo code Hoopers at checkout.
1: I bloody love that.
0: How about that? What's gonna be the first album you listen to with those babies? Oh god.
1: Arctic Monkeys' new album's come out today. Isn't Arctic me? Monkeys, yeah. I will not be listening to that. Oh, you don't it's like it? Biggest pile of sh-t I've ever heard of. I was yeah, so man. disappointed, mate. I was, I'm genuinely upset about this. How bad it is. But about. isn't that what you thought after the f- you first heard AM? No.
0: Oh, yeah. You liked AM straight away. Yeah. AM took me a few listens to be honest. I thought it was just meh. And as soon as I heard this new Arctic Monkeys album, I thought, yeah, I like it. And. I think I'll like it more. You would like second... it, oh, isn't it? It's such like a hipster
1: David It's pretentious, oh, yeah. F- I really sorry I'm swearing, but it argh. has it had some artistry to it. There's not a single track on that album, which I'm listening to, thinking, Yeah, okay, I could get excited about this. Not a single one, mate. <laughs> Compare that to the first three albums, every track you like okay, wow, but okay. Yeah, but they're not that bad they can't do songs about getting glassed in the pub anymore they've got to do songs about moustaches and karate headbands no one cares what i care yeah you would do wouldn't you You pretentious little hipster it's all americana
0: iconography it's very um pretentious no what's the guy's name that you like jack carowak jack carowak it's very jack carowak all the stuff he's i i think that when i hear um you know on are you mine he says, You're a silver lining, Lone Ranger riding through an
1: open space. That's always my favourite yeah, line. There's a bit of oomph to that song, isn't there? Whereas yeah. this one's just kind of like... There's less umph. yeah. It's dabbling a- on a piano with weird sound effects and him making weird noises. It's just yeah. such a pile of s***. Are sh- you familiar me? with the paintings of Edward Hopper? No, I'm not even getting into this. We've already spoken about s***. <laughs> okay, long, fine, so. fine,
0: fine. But I'll just say... The songs reminded me of an Edward Hopper painting. Simplistic,
1: almost uh, poignantly bland. We're not going to agree on anything here. No, so we're not. It's the thing. What you do, listeners, is just buy the headphones. Just buy the headphones. What
0: we called again? S-U-D-I-O dot com. Sudio dot com. Promo code Hoopers. Now let's get into the other music.
1: <clears throat> what do you know about Eric Clapton? Um... I'm going to take a punt. Was he around the 60s, 70s time? Yeah, more 70s. He was really famous. Is it the same era as Led Zeppelin? Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he in the Yardbirds with Jimmy Page? Oh, he could have been. Yeah, I think he might have been. In the Yardbirds? Not sure. That was like the band before Led Zeppelin, who I'm a big fan of. Oh, You are a fan of the Yardbirds or you're a fan of Led Zeppelin? No, Led Zeppelin and, and... no, some yeah. history but I could be wrong.
0: Led Zeppelin are great. Yeah, really good. I think unique because I don't like anyone. Else. Like remember when we were younger, me and you were in a bit of a goth gang. Like we unique, like garden, so. Yeah, everyone f- loved Metallica and all sorts around us. And we kind of only just fit in because we were like, "Hey, we like Led Zeppelin," yeah. but that's like as far as we were willing to push we'll it. Blink and Sim 41, and we were just keeping yeah. it a distance. No, right. but I really did love Led, Zepp- Led yeah. Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin are the only band like that mm-hmm. that's ever made sense to me. Listening yeah. to their songs, I, amazing, I get man. it. But I think Clapton is kind. Of, he's not quite Led Zeppelin, but he's he's described them. Well, I'll man. shall I describe it in three paragraphs? Clapton received an acoustic guitar as a birthday present at 13, but didn't play until he was 15. Despite this slow start, he developed a knack for blues guitar immediately and was gaining attention from busking on the street. Once he joined Cream in 1966, his popularity skyrocketed and he gained a reputation as the best guitar player on the planet. Whole world with one fan famously spray-painting Clapton is God outside one of his gigs in 1967. That was like a real iconic thing, the Clapton is God graffiti. And he really was... Until Jimi Hendrix came along, he was like, no one had ever seen anything like it.
1: Batten and Jimmy Page? Yeah. Really?
0: I mean, I guarantee you... Nine guitarists, guitarists, don't he? Nine guitar experts out of 10 I'll put Clapton ahead of Page. I'd say. Okay. And that's a complete
1: guess, but (laughs) Clapton is well respected. Is the point, even if you you don't disagree. You know, feel free to comment on this. But from what my understanding, Jimmy Page was the boy at the time, wasn't he? Jimmy Page was great. The way he's playing that like double knacked guitar. Oh yeah, yeah. And that was just unheard of at the time, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: but I mean, Clapton was unheard of when he came out. That's what that's what I'm trying to um, get across. So this is Bell Bottom Blues. It was not an initial hit, but became a creeping classic in later years. The song is thought to be written about Clapton's infatuation with George Harrison's wife, Patty Boyd. Do you know who George Harrison is? Yeah, uh, Beatles, no. Beatles. Beatles. And he went on to marry her later in 1974. He took George Harrison's wife. Wow. And here he is with bell-bottom blues. I think you'll like this. I tried to pick the most, because you like your kind of John Lee hooker, your Muddy Waters, your Otis Redding. Yeah, I do. I think that's fair. That kind of thing. Well, this is like, like that, except Eric Clapton is a white man. Go ahead. Here it is. Uh, sorry, that was the... I pressed the wrong button there. That was the Koreans crying hysterically again. Now here's Eric Clapton with Derek and the Dominoes. <laughs> Not King Jong-il. With Bell Bottom Blues. Bell Bottom Blues
1: About it, you just thought it was kind of plain, yeah. Okay, I think it, what you were trying to do is you were trying to find like an obscure song because, yeah, it felt I d- like I would have heard about him, but yeah,
0: I mean, I thought you would have heard Layla. I'm sure you have heard. Le- Should I play you Layla or yeah, go
1: ahead, okay? I'll play you Layla quickly. Okay, here's what else
0: a, are we doing? a smidge of Layla. On that, that's a that's a more yeah.
2: You've heard his best
0: now. You've heard that was his best. That's that's his most iconic. It's not my favourite, but it's okay. Yeah, no. I don't want to play you a third one. So, so that's uh, Eric Clapton in a nutshell. He's like a white version of all the great blues, BB King, and all that. Yeah. Okay. And he's considered, although you don't really see it in his songs, but he's considered one of the best guitar players ever for some reason I don't really understand but I mean I don't even play
1: the guitar So you can't, yeah I can't begin to understand the intricacies I, of listening to that if you gave me a choice between listening to something like that or Jimi Hendrix I'd take Jimi Hendrix any day or, yeah Jimi like, Hendrix uh, I think I prefer Clapton but Hendrix definitely has a more um with Hendrix there's like a handful of songs that you can listen to and the rest kind of do generally I don't know I
0: cool. think, yeah. I think, okay, how about this for an I think you can play Hendrix at more times, you know what I mean? Like, you can play him in the car, you can play him at a party, you can play Hendrix, no matter what the mood is. Mm-hmm. But I think Clapton can play
1: more different types of songs. Okay. Get where you're coming from, I kind of respect that it. it's just, mm, I don't know. Might beg more listening to, if that makes sense. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's fair. When I first heard Clapton, I didn't think I uh, yeah enjoyed. Can I tell you a tragic? uh, Go ahead. Can I tell you a tragic thing though? Known to experiment with all types of drugs, Clapton began an intense heroin addiction in the nineteen seventies. course he did. Later, mellowing out into alcoholism. Oh, fair play. Which affected him for the rest of his life. Tragically, in nineteen ninety one, you listening? This is tragic. You ready? This is going to be really tragic, folks. In 1991, his infant son crawled onto a 53rd storey balcony in New York and fell to his death.
1: Holy s**t. Where was he?
0: An event which crushed Clapton. I think they were separated at the time, so Clapton would have been on tour, probably. Jesus, wow. Imagine that, you're on tour and you get that phone call. Mate, that's horrible. I mean, I can't imagine anything worse than that.
1: Good night, ladies and gentlemen. No.
0: No, no, we got more.
1: Yeah, no, we can't end on that, no. Hang on, I'll tell you what I'll do. Um, I gave you a bit of homework, but I know for a fact that you haven't done it a bit because you're an arrogant. Oh, okay. But, um I will play you a song which oh, I okay. quite like and we'll get your opinion on it. Okay, okay go on yeah? then. You've turned the tables, on I have, eh? So here is, do you want to say the name of it at least? The John Spencer Blues Explosion Bell Bottoms from the film Baby Driver, which oh. I told you to watch.
0: Okay, it's so the John Cena experience, right <laughs> What the John just play the truck. <laughs> is, is what he said. I get it. I liked it. I think I, um... Yeah, I think I get where you're coming from. It's more of a
1: movie soundtrack, though, isn't it? Yeah. It goes really well with the movie, which is a good film, which you need to watch.
0: Yeah. It doesn't, like, hit all of your... It, like... It doesn't get anything. No, it, it moves around a lot. Yeah. But it never stays long enough to really pierce your heart. I
1: was like... <laughs> yeah, I get what you mean, though. I was like... but orchestra bit and then it yeah. kind of cuts out and then it kind of goes into like a really bluesy bit and then a rock and roll bit and then yeah. it just doesn't materialise anything though does it but it's yeah. kind of still kind of good Let it's me let me
0: uh, use an analogy in rap battles which I like a lot the people who do like line punchline line punchline line punchline they're the ones who like you know they get a steady following great battle everyone says oh you know they did great in that battle The ones who really get people to cry are the ones that'll spend eight lines on one topic. And then the last line is like a, and because, you've got to have more than just line, punch, line. You've got to build somewhere to get the really oomph moments. Okay, fair enough. And in battle rap, that's where you go after. You go after the oomph. The people that three months after people are going to remember, I remember when he dropped that Michael Jackson line. You know what I mean? It's often Michael Jackson. Yeah, that is. <sighs> That's what I'd say about that song. It was, it was more of a B
1: magic than a loaded luxe. Okay, can I just summarise what we've spoken about in this? This. <laughs> so we've spoken about Michael Jackson. We've spoken about Hitler. Yeah. Kim Jong Il.
2: Yeah.
1: Bendy Gay-drung. <laughs> Dylan Thomas. And Derek. And Alice. And Alice. <laughs> and Alice. <laughs> Six or seven people there. That's great. (laughs) On on that note, I think we should...
0: I think we hit the seven wonders of the world. Well, but before we leave, because I have no uh, impression, would you like to hear three jokes? Yeah, okay. I was going to give you an impression, but if that's not being offered, that's fine. No no one wants to hear your stupid impression. I'm going to give it anyway after. Okay, okay. We'll do impressions after the jokes. These are three jokes that I've written, okay? And they're... ...and they're torn from today's headlines. (laughs) Go for it, yeah, like... Okay, so it's like news, but then I've made a joke out of it. Oh, God. A computer tasked with solving the infamous Zodiac Killer's cryptic codes... You know the Zodiac Killer?
1: Yeah.
0: He has revealed... No, the computer has revealed that the killer was actually penning a poem. Meaning that he's just been misunderstood all
1: along. Got two more jokes. (laughs) Plaid (laughs) Cymru... You've gone from Zodiac (laughs) to Plaid
0: Cymru. Come on. Plaid Cymru have reacted angrily to proposed plans for the Second Seven Crossing Bridge connecting Cardiff with London to be renamed the Prince of Wales Bridge, calling it a recolonisation effort. Those are strong words. They also rejected the compromise suggestion for the name of the bridge. The Bridge. Who gives a f***, f- called? One more joke. <laughs> the world's new, as of February, oldest man still living, 112 year old Masazo Nunaka has claimed the secret to longevity is taking hot baths. That also explains why his skin has shriveled up to resemble a dry prune. (laughs)
1: Let's drag the show out to one, two, four. (laughs) Oh. Okay. I had fun writing those. You got no impression for me.
0: I could do Dylan Thomas. No, you've done that already. I'll do actual Dylan Thomas. We didn't get to
1: TV shows, that's what I wanted to talk about in this no podcast. One cares then. about your f- TV shows? Alright, maybe next time. How maybe. much you love? Do you remember when Gita tried to do um an impression of the Peaky Blinders at the end of just shouting of a taxi driver in a Welsh accent? That <laughs> That's guitar. Let me hear your um Dylan Thomas. Peaky Blinder. No, I'll it? do my Dylan Thomas.
0: <clears throat> and this is the real Dylan Thomas, not the Scott Quinnell. Do not go gentle into that
1: night. You started off with a bit of a poo there, didn't you? No, that was Dylan Thomas, I'm telling you. Welcome to the Quickie Mart. All right, we've been trying to say goodbye for like five minutes. <laughs> oh, so, come on. Right, thanks for listening. Wait, you haven't done your impression, have you? I've said thanks for listening. You said you had an impression. Yeah, but you put me on the spot. You're shy.
0: I'm
1: not going to do my impression.
0: Okay, and maybe next time... Uh, when you come you can do an mm-hmm. impression. So uh thanks for listening to this absolute f drivel.
1: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's been good though, and I've said nothing of podcast. Hey, there you go. These things happen. We haven't fixed Black Lives Matter. We haven't fixed the immigration yeah. problem, but it's okay. Just <laughs> as we talk, spoke about Eric Clapton and Benny Gidman. Um, Just get outside. Michael and, Jackson. Get outside and do something with your lives, yeah. for the love of God.
0: Don't listen to us. Well, you've listened to us for over an hour, talking about nothing. Yeah,
1: reevaluate your life, Yeah, man. come on. What are you doing? Man. What are you doing? Man. Good night. See you. I'm all alone every
2: night. How I moan and how I fight, those big city blues. I walk for miles, place to place, but no one smiles to help me chase those big city blues.